Hey, I'm Amber. Welcome to Politics But Make It Fashion. Come interview with me. This week on the podcast, I have on April Floria. Growing up in Jersey, April expressed a love for everything creative ever since she picked up her first crayon. This love for art and creativity eventually inspired her to start making costumes based on her favorite characters from video games and other media. She has been sharing her creations and fostering a community of like-minded people for 10 years now. Over the years, April has appeared at various comic conventions and video game expos across the United States. She has dabbled in live streaming gameplay and other projects. Her work has been acknowledged by some of her favorite game studios, cosmetic brands, and individuals she looks up to in the industry. April has now expanded her love of art beyond cosplay alone into makeup, fashion, outdoorsmanship, and other small projects. She hopes to continue creating for years to come. Enjoy our interview. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Politics But Make It Fashion. Come interview with me. And today I have with me a online sensation. <laughs> um, her name is April, and she is a cosplayer and also dabbles in OnlyFans a bit. And I had the pleasure of being introduced to her through another podcast um, that her husband does that I had the pleasure of being on. So now I get to have her on my show. So welcome. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited. Absolutely. So um, I kind of wanted to start off by talking about like what you're doing now. Like what do you do right now? And then we'll kind of go work backwards from there. Okay, cool. So as of right now, I do I, I do a lot of cosplay stuff and I do OnlyFans. At this point, that's probably my main source of income. Um, and then cosplay has sort of it's not taken a backseat, but it's a little bit more of a hobby these days because uh, I guess I don't know. It's, it's kind of a long story, but it's not as much of a money maker as it once was. Yeah. So I basically just do. I, I don't know. I, I like making a lot of things. And though I love making costumes, I've kind of tried uh, branching out into making other things as well these days. Like, yeah. I have a lot of interest. So I'm just like, I want to try all <laughs> these different hobbies. Yeah. Dabble into this, dabble into that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's about it, really. Yeah. I When I um, first saw your page, like, obviously, the first thing I noticed was the cosplay on it and stuff. And then, um, when I kind of started to hear about your background and things, I was like, oh, she sounds so cool. Oh. And like, I want to know what, like how all this came about and everything like that. So I love like, I'm a huge anime fan, um, but I've never played video games really. So mm. that side of it is things like, I don't know who the characters are and different things like that, but I still love to like look at it and pretend that I'm involved and know what I'm looking at. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel that way about other stuff. Like I think sometimes people in the if when you're in like the cosplay community, they're and I I fell into this as well when I first started. I was like, okay, I need to make a costume from every single genre ever. Like I need to alternate. I need an anime costume. I need a video game costume and now I need a comic book costume. And oh I haven't done like a movie costume yet. So like I need to do that. Yeah. But, 
so yeah it, like even now there's still a lot of stuff that i'm not super familiar with so <laughs> i love that so um you grew up similar to kind of me in like mm-hmm. a christian household um and it wasn't strict when it came to what you could wear and like how you how you dressed and stuff like that yes so <laughs> Well, I'm the oldest, so I always joke that I'm like the experiment child. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, and then I also was homeschooled from fourth grade until junior year. And I went to public school for the last two years of high school. Wow, uh, that's so... so similar to me. I was homeschooled <laughs> from fourth grade until my sophomore year. And oh, then wow. I went to public school my senior year. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Man, yeah. So, <laughs> so you probably know like some of the some of the stuff. Like, I think. Well, my mom. I'm from what I remember, she started homeschooling not really for religious reasons, but because I was. I don't know. Like in public school, we I was having trouble. Kind of like the teachers. I don't. know, My third grade teacher wasn't was not awesome, and I. It was kind of like they would give us homework and then we wouldn't we hadn't learned it yet we would like go over it the next day and my mom was like always on the phone with the other moms and being like i don't know what's the i don't know what this is my mom was a teacher yeah she was just like what is going on here she was like i could probably do this you know (laughs) so that's that's from my memory that's how it came about but then we were really super involved in church and youth group and stuff and then we joined like a like a homeschool co-op for a couple years yeah i was in one too oh fun (laughs) yeah so i think that like the homeschool community i want to say probably introduced a lot of the some of the rules and stuff and obviously like the the purity culture movement was really big back then so it was kind of like did you like being homeschooled i did for a while like there were a couple years where I really liked it. I liked being able to be home. I'm kind of a homebody uh, introvert and I liked being able to go at my own pace. I don't like being micromanaged at all. Yeah. So it was kind of nice to be able to just do my stuff. Um, and then I had time for other hobbies because I used to really love like art and drawing and things like that and reading. And uh I don't know, it was kind of nice because then we also got to do stuff during the day. Like my parents were big into like nature and stuff. So we would go yeah. to like yeah. nature centers and then we would go to like museums during the day when there was no like nobody, nobody there. there and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So but then I also like there was a, a couple years where I almost went to public school, I think sixth grade. My mom was thinking about sending me to middle school and I went to like the orientation and then like right before school started they were like no (laughs) (laughs) there's a couple of times I had to almost not be (laughs) so happy and then because I liked it a little bit but then I really didn't like it and so I was kind of just over it and I really wanted to play sports so I really wanted to be more involved in like a school setting and everything to be able to to do that and stuff but (laughs) yeah it's i think uh, i also like even though i was kind of a a shy quiet person i still like wanted friends yeah yeah (laughs) and i had a couple friends like i guess starting more in like early high school i started hanging out with a couple friends that i'm still friend like close with today 
Um, but I also like, I don't know, there was a thing I just wanted that experience, like the school experience. Yeah. And so I went to the freshman orientation and then the same thing happened. They were like, no. So I don't know. And then I was homeschooled <laughs> for like two more years. And then I finally got to go. And did you was, have to wear anything when know. you were homeschooled? Did your parents make you like get up and like put clothes on to get dressed or anything? Mm, not particularly. I was I could basically wear whatever at home like I had a couple pairs of like sweatpants that I would just wear during the day yeah and uh and then when I don't I know if you guys can hear it but know. I hear that Jersey accent in there I oh hear. my gosh yes <laughs> <laughs> yes I grew up in South Jersey yeah and I don't know it was I was excited where I was, was your homeschool co-op thing at Oh, it was, uh, there was one, where was that? It was like, well, okay. So there was one that took place at our church. They had a thing where uh, a lot of the homeschool moms would choose a subject and you would go like two times a week mm -hmm. and you would take a class from whoever. Yeah. And it was kind of like, cause my mom obviously couldn't teach me everything. So I would take like, I don't know, like, biology or chemistry or whatever it was like yeah uh sophomore level or something like that and so that that was at our church and then there was one that we I don't think we were like technically members of but we I remember going to a couple things like they had like a volleyball team but it wasn't really a team <laughs> it was just like you went and you played volleyball and none of the kids wanted to like hit the ball so they would like you know volley it and then someone would be like, uh, and they would kind of go for it. And the other person would be like, uh, and then no one would really move. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I went to one and it was in, we would go like once a month on like, uh, on some night or whatever. It was like once a month you'd go and everybody would get together. And I think it was at a church and mm -hmm. people would just, it was like a big get together with everybody. But we also did have those classes like a couple times a week where you could get with like Steve's mom because you know yeah. she likes science or whatever um and everything but I was in South Jersey as well so I oh, wonder if really? like, we ended up running into I don't know cause, yeah because our church was in Hainesport slash Mount Laurel I think it was it was technically in Hainesport but it was near like Mount Laurel's like South Jersey like uh yeah because I was in Burlington um, County like Mount near Morristown like, oh yeah yeah, yeah. nice <laughs> Yeah, oh I my grew gosh, up being a, a nice little mall rat at Morristown Mall and Cherry Oh my Hill gosh. <laughs> I okay. oh my gosh. Were you there when they put the the Vans skate park in? Yeah. To the Morristown Mall. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my friends, like the the two friends that I had, uh yeah. we, we would just go there and be like, oh, let's let's go see if there's any like skater boys. And yeah, stuff. just hang out. <laughs> <laughs> and then we would just like go walk around Peck Sun and then like Yes. Like, I yeah. think we were really cool going into the Victoria's Secret. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, the Morristown Mall. Oh, my goodness. Yes, man. I know. That was a good time. <laughs> I I loved that. How, how old are you? Uh, 35. I'm going to be 36 uh, September 1st, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, well, happy yeah. early birthday. Definitely. Yeah, we would have definitely been, like, in the same places oh my gosh how how old are you i'm 30 um 37 oh okay oh my gosh that's yeah. that's awesome yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
I did you like the homeschool kids, like the other people involved, or did you think that they were weird? I thought that they were so strange. They're, like, I'm, yeah. <laughs> it was a spectrum. It was a spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> there were because I was kind of I was kind of weird as well, but um there were like the very very extreme sheltered like wouldn't really like they just kind of kept to themselves wouldn't talk to anyone wouldn't do eye contact blah 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 all that stuff and then there were the ones where it was almost like the like the pastor's kid stereotype where they were like sheltered so they wanted to like go extra wild yeah yeah they would just kind of like push the limits on everything i was kind of in between um, I liked to push certain limits, but I, I tried to be sneaky about it. <laughs> uh, but for the most part, I had, fr- I had like friends in my classes and stuff, but it was interesting because a lot of, and I think my mom actually mentioned this one time, but a lot of the kids, the homeschool kids were really great at talking to adults, but they mm-hmm. weren't great at socializing with the other yes, kids. Yes, yes, yeah. It's very interesting. And I'm like, they were very socially awkward and very also like immature. I found when it came to like, they could talk, they could have a conversation with an adult fine, but their immaturity level when it came to kid, like trying to have a peer to peer, I always found them like really young acting and never could like understand. I figured that was probably because they were sheltered and yeah. I had some of that a bit, like not as much when as I got older, but like when I was in maybe middle school, I was sort of like, cause I was also the oldest. So, and I also didn't want to grow up. I was like, I developed very early and I didn't like that. Um, <laughs> I was like the only person I knew that was wearing a bra and yeah, I was just like, I don't want to grow up. I want to be a child. So I tried to like, hold on to that as long as possible. And, but still like, even I wasn't one of the people that was great at talking to adults like I still get kind of odd like sometimes <laughs> like I never like if I went to a friend's house I would feel really weird like talking to their parents and stuff. yeah like, I just didn't know what to say and I still kind of I'm just like <laughs> I don't know but I also wasn't the best at talking to my peers but you know I did my best with what I had yeah yeah <laughs> how was it for you with like um with wearing with clothing and purity culture with developing early. Cause for me, oh. it was detrimental. Cause I think yes. I started wearing a bra in like third and fourth grade. Yeah, I was I nine. Somehow that was like my fault, but, <laughs> and you get, and it becomes this kind of very weird, like, you know, you're seen as some unclean because you developed early and you're getting all this attention that you could, couldn't care for. But at the same time, it's like trying to wear clothing that fits you trying to be a kid like trying to navigate kind of how did you find that so I started I got my first bra when I was nine and I I don't think my mom meant to alarm me but we were trying I remember (laughs) we were trying on Easter dresses I think at JCPenney or something and I like looked in the mirror and my mom was just like oh I think I need to get you a bra and I was just like (gasps) oh my gosh And so she got me like a little little kids like sports bra because I was also kind of uh, more of a tomboyish kind of girl yeah. uh, for a long time. And so and plus I was so young, my mom was just like, okay, let's just try and flatten it out a bit. Like <laughs> fourth grade or whatever. And I mean, obviously there was nobody else to really see it because I was homeschooled and my sister was a year younger than me. And like 
half my size. So uh, I was the only one. <laughs> so yeah, she got me a little sports bra. And for some reason that like stuck with me that I'm just like, I must flatten out as much as possible, always, forever. And so I wore sports bras until I think I was like 15 or so. Yeah. yeah. And my mom made me, not made me, but I was going to a homeschool dance, homeschool oh! snowball dance. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom was like, let's get you a regular bra for this. And she got Aww. me like this black underwire thing and stuff. And that's kind of like, it kind of opened the door. I'm just like, oh, I can wear bras, like regular bras. I kind of like, I almost needed somebody else's permission in order to yeah. be like, this is okay. I can wear a regular bra. It's fine. Yeah. And so after that, I just kind of wore regular ones and I don't know, but for a while I was like really trying to hide everything. Yeah. Yeah. I spent a lot of time trying to hide too and like yeah. downplay, you know, your body and everything. And I wore, I did, I wore really big clothes for a long time and definitely oh, same. was strictly sports bras for so, so long. Yeah. Yeah. I and I remember wear, like... then finally wearing a regular bra and people being like, oh, and <laughs> like oh <laughs> yeah it was I think like I used to do the big clothing as well like I would get like boys t-shirts like really big or like big sweatshirts and then I would buy like boys jeans and like I remember one time we went to Old Navy and I picked out a pair of boys jeans they were kind of baggy and I was like trying to hide the tag from my mom so she wouldn't know they were boys jeans but then when I got home, my mom was like, she said that she was trying to hide the tag so I wouldn't know there were boys jeans. So I'm just like, oh, so I'm allowed to wear these? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I did that for quite a while. And also, and like my mom also was the one who finally like unofficially gave permission to wear more form fitting stuff. Like not form fitting because I don't know, like more form-fitting than a giant t-shirt i guess yeah yeah uh, i think it was about 14 and we went to kohl's and she got me a couple uh shirts and like girls jeans to wear and stuff <laughs> but then after that it got a little messy because then like i guess some of the shirts like shrunk and i was like had my midriff showing oh, yeah yeah like i kind of kept going with it and then my yeah. was like wait 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 no 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 <laughs> And I'm like, well, you bought this for me. <laughs> so it was just, it was a lot. I think, I just think being the oldest during that time period might have been a little confusing, maybe. Like my mom was like, she was like trying to, and plus like, I don't know, the homeschool community and like the church community was like saying this and that and the other. And yeah, yeah. Because even I if your know. mom would let you wear something, it wasn't just her opinion because then you could go to church or go to a homeschool meeting and somebody else is going to say something to your mom about what you have yeah. on or something like that and, yeah. and criticize you. And then they're criticizing your mom, you know? And I, I think right. back to a lot of times where I felt like my mom was, you know, being difficult or anything with as far as like clothing wise. But now I realize she was probably getting a lot of shit from other people about the stupid stuff I was trying to wear. Yeah. Oh know? my goodness. And I feel bad now thinking about that. But yeah, it Same. was like, oh, your daughter's showing her midriff. You're a bad parent. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like, I guess, yeah, that makes total sense. Cause like I remember uh, 
we went shopping for pants, like for church pants. And I tried on a certain size and my mom was like, those are too tight. These you, you need to get this size. And I'm just like, no, I don't want to get that size. And so she pulled the whole like, well, if you buy the smaller size, you have to buy them with your allowance, but if yeah. you them, I'll buy them for you. And I bought them with my own allowance because I'm petty. <laughs> and I remember, I know that they were too small. Like I know the waist, like, cause I kind of have high hip bones. And so everything mm -hmm. I wear cuts right off if it, cause like the two thousands where everything was yeah, low rise. Yeah. <laughs> I know those didn't fit very well, <laughs> but I bought them anyway. Oh, how do you feel about that fashion coming back? Oh, I the I I can't do low rise. No, 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 no. The high when the high rise came out, I'm just like this is great because they actually go up because my belly button is really high up, and my hips are really high. Like I have like high square hips, like long torso but high hips, mm -hmm. and everything I wore, no matter because I used to be way teenier, like really really thin, and when I was like a, a senior in high school. But I still had like love handles and I thought that yeah. there was something wrong because I had love handles. Yeah. But like, no, it's your your bones. It's where your pants were cutting <laughs> off at. Yeah. 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 Uh so I'm not really I've like as a joke, like we've gone to Goodwill and be like, oh my gosh, they have all this stuff from when I was in high school. I need to try it on. Like, because I actually bought some for when I did uh my diary videos. And <laughs> I bought some of the pants and I'm just like, oh, how did I used to wear these? They just, they're so uncomfortable. They just feel like they're falling down all the time. Like, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I feel like my whole like butt is out. The, yeah. Like, like you have so much, there's a lot of air going around. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> even if you wear like, if I wear a crop top now with a pair of jeans, I'm only getting a certain amount of midriff, but back in the ops, like your whole, I mean, that was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah crop top and jeans back then was just like a whole foot of skin <laughs> yeah yeah so you mentioned your diaries so yes. i had heard you read some excerpts from your journals that you kept during um your time like being more younger in the church and everything like that and you said that you had written down outfits that you would wear that day oh, <laughs> like every day <laughs> yeah so for for everyone listening i kept diaries from I think I got my first one when I turned nine or ten what ten maybe and I kept a diary until I until I think senior year of high school and so the more interesting ones are from like freshman sophomore no like sophomore junior year or yeah. so like because before that like when I was like 10 I would just be like today we went to Toys R Us and I got a gigapet <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really write a lot of like feelings or anything until I was older. And even then, like my sister is only a year and a half younger than me and she would read the diaries and, you know, talk to me about it later uh, in a mocking sort of fashion. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to almost like some of the stuff I had to like write in code. So like I knew what it meant. Like if I say, yeah. I saw so-and-so today at youth group that meant like I saw the person that I liked or something like that. Like I had like yeah. these little ways of writing. So yes, uh, every single day I would write down at the top of the page what I was wearing. And uh, I had a clothing inventory that was one, two, three, four, two pages, but both sides. I yeah. wrote down everything I had in my closet down to the brand and the description of the clothing. Why <laughs> did you make the clothing inventory? I do not know totally, <laughs> but I do know that I I'm a huge list maker. 
I love writing things down. I always loved writing things down and I loved, I don't know. I just enjoyed clothing and stuff, but I also, I think I, when I discovered that time capsules were a thing, like I used to make little time capsules when I was little, I'm just like, it would be interesting. Maybe it'd be interesting someday to like look back upon. That's so cute. These clothing (laughs) items. But I, I also had like in the beginning of the diary, I had like almost like, you know, this like little MySpace surveys where like, what's your favorite so-and-so? Yeah, like I wrote, yeah. I wrote down like my favorite like food, movies, like singers, bands, actors, like music and stuff like that. Uh, that was a couple pages as well. I was just thinking if somebody asked me what my favorite movie was um, on Tinder, guys, Tinder is terrible. But anyway, somebody was like, asking oh, yeah. me, and I was like, <laughs> And then they, but they said, what was your favorite movie when you were younger? And I was like, I don't know. That's such like, I was like, I wonder, I know I used to write everything down or take those quizzes in the magazines all the time. Yeah. That was like, who's your current crush? What's your favorite song or whatever? And I was like, oh, I wonder if I, like, I wish I would have still had that. (laughs) Man. It's like, sometimes it's very, I, I think it's really interesting, but then it's also like, sometimes when I read the pages, I like remember what I was feeling in the moment when I was yeah. writing it. And I'm just like, oh, I feel sad now. <laughs> if I was like <laughs> sad when I was writing or something, I'm like, oh man. But uh, I, I do think it's it's interesting. Yeah, like I have, I have a lot of things. Oh, and I wrote down like uh, clothing trends that were supposed to be a thing that year. I think 2004, yeah, it says 2004. And I wrote like a bunch of columns of like different things that were supposed Wait, to be Wait, I want to hear 2004. Oh. That's the year I graduated. Yes. Oh, okay. So this says fads for 2004. I don't know if I knew what fad meant, but whatever. Uh, so, oh, I have winter, spring, summer, and fall. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, so for winter, it says sweaters, especially with matching scarves. Yeah. Um, yes. Black stockings <laughs> under skirts. Black eyeliner, uh, dyed hair. <laughs> okay. I wore the black eyeliner heavy underneath. Heavy oh my underneath. gosh. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. That like, cause I have naturally downturned eyes and that just made them look so droopy. <laughs> like I look tired all the time. Um, oh yeah. So the last one for winter I put was layering shirts so that it's noticeable. So like long sleeve with a oh, short sleeve. Oh my gosh. Long sleeves are like all the polos, <laughs> pops yeah. all the tank tops layered. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, okay. For, so for spring, it says pink clothes, pink and black combos, capris, retro oh. jewelry, and pastels. <laughs> Oh, the capris. The oh, capri- God. oh, geez. I, I had multiple capris. Oh, geez. Um, so summer bikinis, groundbreaking. <laughs> uh, Hawaiian prints, red and bright colors. Okay. Uh, and then fall, it says ponchos, more layered shirts. Oh, my God. Yes, the ponchos. Oh, the ponchos. oh God. Yes. Hoodies. Okay. Uh, and preppy clothes for guys and surfer hair for guys. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, okay. And so now underneath all of that, I have overall um, tight, low rise, flared stretch jeans, mm-hmm. blonde hair with highlights, punk music, online quizzes, dyeing your hair blonde, red, or black. 
jelly bracelets, Chuck Taylor shoes, and Vans shoes. <laughs> A lot of jelly bracelets over here oh, and yeah. on the Chucks for light. I know. I still, I still love wearing those. Oh my goodness. Yeah, me too. Oh, so fun. Oh my, that's funny. That is, that brings back a, a lot of memories. I know. Oh, so but yeah, funny. every, it was funny. Somebody came up to visit. Um, I live up in Scranton, up in the Poconos and oh, they, yeah. and I think it was around that time. And they're like, everyone is blonde here. Like, I don't think I've seen a single person here. And I was like, no, you're right. Like, everyone here dies there. <laughs> yeah, everybody did. I mean, I, I guess yeah. I mean, I'm blonde, but I didn't, at that point, 2004, I hadn't ever dyed my hair. So it was still, it was like an ashy blonde. And I didn't want to be blonde. I always wanted dark brown hair and brown eyes. I hated being blonde with blue eyes. I thought it was so ugly. <laughs> I thought it was so boring. Were you allowed to dye your hair or did you have to wait until you're a certain age? Uh, so I, let's see. Oh, I want to say, I, I think the first time I dyed my hair was without my parents' permission. I did like, t- like a temporary, like I used to also try and like dye my friend's hair as well. Like we would like just dye each other's <laughs> hair and make, make a mess in the bathroom. And my mom was yeah. <laughs> my poor mother. <laughs> uh, so I think, well, okay, I take that back. I think the first time I ever got my hair done was right before junior prom. One of my friend's moms uh, put highlights in my hair. And it was just like, it was very normal looking. Like I had ashy blonde, like dark ash blonde hair, but then I had like some highlights in it. And it also, it used to bleach in the sun, but it yeah, doesn't anymore, yeah. of course. <laughs> but uh, so... <laughs> Yeah, so I got highlights then, and I don't think I did anything. I mean, there was a lot of year. sun in going on in Jersey. Oh yes, oh that's that's peroxide, a lot of lemon <laughs> juice. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that. Lemon I paint. actually think so. Like the color, kind of of my braids, I would be able to get highlights in the summer using like oh. sun in and using peroxide, and because I mean, yeah. I spent every day at the Jersey Shore. Yeah. So you know, in the sun so much. Yeah. No, yeah, was- I used to get. <laughs> like blonde blonde when I was a kid like because we were also members of a pool and stuff like because we used to go down shore as well but then also we'd mm-hmm. go to like this pool and so I would just get like very tan but with like white hair <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I don't know I just and when I was in middle school I decided I didn't like that anymore and I wanted to be pale with dark hair or like I, I didn't care about being pale I wanted to be tan because I know 2000s I'm like everyone's yeah, tan yeah. but uh <laughs> So yeah, I was like, I want to be tan, but I also want, I want, I don't want blonde hair anymore. I want dark hair. And, but then I would also like one of my cousins would put sun in, in her hair. And then my sister and I started putting sun in, in our hair and we're like, oh, let's just see what happens and stuff. Yeah. But I guess that was technically the first like hair color, quote unquote. But so then like the highlights. I just remember then- a lot of like arbitrary rules around with purity culture in there about like nail polish colors and dyeing oh, your hair yes. and makeup yes. different things and i'd be like how is that ba- like how is wearing a purple on your nail like yeah. you're going to hell or you're you know or your hair is blue and now <laughs> yeah my i wasn't allowed to paint my nails black or green like those were like the two only colors those, that those i like the bad <laughs> well, yeah i i wanted black nail polish so bad like i remember in 
I think junior year, I would color my nails with a Sharpie. Sharpies. <laughs> <laughs> did you have any like rules about nail polish or like makeup or anything? Like, do you, when did you yeah, start? Yeah, all the time. And I just would, yeah, it was the same. It was like any of the dark colors. Like I always wanted, green is my favorite color. So I always yeah. wanted my nails to be like a dark, like hunter green or mm. black. Um and then we'd go through these kind of like phases where, you know, my house would get really spiritual, you know, and they'd send me to some Christian crusade thing and I'd have oh. to get rid of everything cool, you oh. know, and then it'd be like, eventually you could creep back in or, you know, but it was one of those things I would buy on my own because nobody like was ever going to let me kind of yeah. do that. But yeah. Anything that was kind of like emo punk scene was looked at as satan so yeah. i wasn't anything that kind of looked along those lines i wasn't really allowed to do so i would push it as much as i could with like black nail polish and the jelly bracelets and like the eyeliner and i lived in combat boots and chucks but yeah. but a lot like i wasn't a lot of the cool stuff i couldn't really dye my hair i couldn't you know mm. so really wear like heavy makeup or anything yeah i there was a, I think right before I went to public school, because, okay, so I also worked at a Christian camp for two summers, <laughs> which also had a, a bunch of fun rules. Yeah. But, uh, I, I brought, did you have to sign like a purity pledge? <laughs> I don't think we did. Not for that, not for staff. I don't remember what, because I went to that camp when I was like 13, like as a camper, but I don't think we had to do anything like that. But the, the one thing I do remember is that like, if if you were a kid that, was wearing bras and you were not allowed to wear spaghetti strap shirts but if you didn't wear bras yet if you were still flat chested then you could wear spaghetti straps <laughs> i feel like that is not that's not fair no that's i know i'm just weird. like man <laughs> come that's on that's weird but but yeah so i i brought my own makeup to camp and of course i would push the limits i wore like mm. a lot of like you know like the avril levine like avril levine was like my style icon back then <laughs> <laughs> so just like coat my eyes and stuff and then my mom was like well okay so you can't go to public school unless you stop wearing so much eye makeup I'm just like <laughs> uh okay I guess so I stopped kind of I, I toned it down a bit but right before senior pictures I decided I wanted to try red temporary hair dye <laughs> and I don't remember what the brand was it was like this foam stuff and it turned my hair like orange like oh, it, was, man. it was terrible and I didn't do like the whole head I just did like chunks of course because it was like 2005 yeah and <laughs> my mom was like you better have that washed out before senior pictures oh my gosh so I was like washing my hair like crazy and eventually it came out but I just I don't know I just felt like I was always trying to to push the because I, I wanted to be an edgy girl so yeah yeah those really is that how you it. kind of got into doing cosplay so we when we were younger we were not allowed to celebrate halloween yeah yeah because you know sat satanic <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, satan right yeah people do not understand that i'm like no the first time i ever like dressed up for halloween i was like a 16 years old i think i was a junior yeah. in high school and i went with my um my co-host chelsea we went mm -hmm. around and dressed up trick-or-treating. I was never allowed. If we did anything, it was like a harvest festival mm. at the church or at the school. 
and you could if you dressed up it had to be like a biblical character oh my that, god yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny like we so when we were younger i think i don't know it wasn't like a huge thing but like i remember dressing up when i was a kid and stuff i went i did like the halloween parade and in like kindergarten or yeah grade or something i think that i think first grade was the last time that we did anything halloween related but then after that it was like no no more and even like the harvest festivals like we we weren't allowed to do the harvest festivals at church because it was just like oh well you can still dress up you can still get candy it's basically like halloween but it's just at church oh so like, <laughs> we couldn't do that, that either was a little like, too liberal <laughs> yeah oh yeah so i think the next time i did i think i when i was a, a sophomore when i was homeschooled one of the, the our friends that i met through the co-op their church was doing like a, a costume night and we were allowed to go to that so that was like the first time i think it was 15 or 16 that was like the next time i <laughs> from like first grade to like 10th yeah. grade i was that's the next time i was able to do anything and I think the year after that, no, two years after that, I went like trick or treating with like my boyfriend at the time. And we dressed up as like goth people or something just because <laughs> I didn't have any costumes. So my yeah. was all black. So I think that was it. But yeah, the so I always liked dressing up. I always liked costumes and stuff. Like even when we were younger, we would, it's probably not you know looked well upon now but like whenever we would look learn about different cultures and stuff because we were really yeah. into like learning about different cultures and time periods and things like that so we would always like make costumes of whatever yeah. time period or culture we were <laughs> learning about so like i don't know we would do like medieval stuff or we would learn about like native americans or something yeah. like that and we would just want to like learn about like all I love learning about all their clothing and all their like, yeah yeah things like that and then it's like I think a way that I appreciate some things like that is to like recreate them or make them myself and I don't know I think that just kind of carried over into like the costume stuff because I in college I even though we went to a Christian college, we went to uh, Liberty University, uh, and but even then, like uh, I remember one year, I think I did like four different like Halloween costumes or something, yeah. and they were just like thrown together from like Goodwill or something like that. But uh, I was just like, oh, I can actually dress up now. This is exciting. And then uh, a friend that we had actually told us about cosplay when I was in college. Okay. I, had no, I had no idea what it was and he was just like cosplay i'm going to a convention and i was just like what is that and <laughs> it was basically like because the, the word cosplay is kind of off-putting sometimes because they're just like oh costume play and i'm just like that sounds a little sketch yeah <laughs> it sounds it sounds a little sexual possibly right uh, and i was just like what is that and he said basically just like dressing up when it's not halloween you just dress up as yeah. a character you like and i'm just like okay and i kind of thought it was a little odd but i was just like okay so that was about <coughs> oh whoops that was about 2008 or so and i think the next time i really thought about like cosplay and actually dressing up was 2013 ish so after a while i'm just like wait 
you can dress up when it's not Halloween. That's crazy. Yeah. I kind of want to try that. <laughs> and I think it's it was just kind of like a culmination of a lot of things that I always liked when I was younger, like mm -hmm. art stuff and like creating stuff. And um, I always enjoyed makeup, even though I was terrible at it for a long time. We didn't have YouTube back then, you know. Right. Yeah. Hey, you just had to read a magazine and try to try your best. I know. Use that teeny little sponge in the eyeshadow palette. Yes. <laughs> uh, and my mom didn't wear makeup at all. So I had I just I was just like in the dark, just figuring it out. Yeah. So yeah, I think the it was just kind of yeah like i said like a kind of a culmination and i had started playing a video game uh if anyone in the audience is familiar it's called bioshock infinite and the the main female character had the same haircut that i did at the time i used to have a dark brown like bob haircut in like 2013 because uh, i think after i i left college i was like i'm gonna try everything with my hair i'm just gonna do everything yeah. with it try everything and so that's what i had at the time and uh so i someone had mentioned like oh your haircut kind of looks like this character and i'm just like oh okay and like it somehow got in my head i'm just like i wonder if i could make a like kind of yeah, yeah. this sort of thing and so i just kind of like sourced because i didn't have a sewing machine at the time i was never like my sister was always like more interested in sewing than me i would sew like a pillow or something and she would just <laughs> make like a dress <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so because my mom was always into sewing like she would make a lot of our clothes and stuff when we were okay. little yeah and like i knew the basics but not very much yeah and so i kind of just sourced some random stuff online through costume together and i had a lot of fun i was like couldn't believe i went to a comic convention in michigan where we lived at the time and i like couldn't believe that people were like knowing who my character was they were like wanting to take pictures of me in my costume i'm just like wow this is really interesting and i've always really liked attention so yeah yeah did you have like a big oh. online presence yet when you start when you went to your first convention or did the online presence kind of come after that oh that came after that like i just had i had just gotten instagram in 2000 early 2013 i had just gotten my first smartphone <laughs> and i'm just like ooh, instagram that's fun you can share pictures and I really loved taking pictures. I liked, uh, I was like kind of dabbling in editing pictures. I wasn't very good at it yet, but I used to try. And so I did, I just kind of- So you edit, do you edit all your own pictures now? Yeah, like all the yeah. ones that, I get some taken by other photographers that will edit them, but all the ones that my husband Casey and I do, I, I do all the editing with them. And so we started, we started practicing that back in 2013. Yeah. And that's kind of like part of the fun of it too because i also i majored in graphic design but uh so i kind of it was just kind of a like all of the things around cosplay kind of kind of drew from things that i yeah, was interested yeah. in and so yeah we we tried we went to the the convention and i'm just like oh i like this this is fun and so i made another costume like i i made it all myself and mm -hmm. then after that i think my grandmother gave me her old sewing machine and so i after 2013 i started like learning how to use my sewing machine and stuff. yeah so i've basically been self-teaching myself since then <laughs>
So you yeah. do also because you do leather work with mm -hmm. some of your costumes and stuff, and then also like metal. Do you um, what is it welding? I don't know. <laughs> I <laughs> so I'm not a super like Casey does more. He actually took a welding class a couple years ago. Makes sense. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, so with that kind of thing, he does like the actual welding. Like we made a, a prop weapon from Fallout, which is like a post-apocalyptic game where uh, the weapon that we were using was basically supposed to be like, we found all this crap and put it together and made a gun yeah. from it. Yeah. So uh, he, he basically did like the welding stuff, but then I did like the finishing, like I ground it down and sanded it and then added yeah. like fake well it was real rust but like i sprayed it on mm -hmm. and uh made the metal rust and everything like that so a lot some of the some of the projects are collaborative with with casey because it was kind of even like some of the leather work some of it's hard to do all by myself yeah it just makes you it need more easier. hands <laughs> yeah like if i had like six hands i could totally do yeah. it <laughs> and plus like having two people who we sort of think a bit differently so it can be nice to have somebody who's like well let's try we could try doing it like this because for some reason like i i feel like sometimes i think i feel like i think very linearly mm -hmm. but i also my first idea is always the most roundabout way to get to the result <laughs> <laughs> and casey will just be like well what if we did it like this and i'm just like oh yeah that would be way better yeah yeah <laughs> So it's it's nice to have sort of like a collaborative sort of that's cool thing I like that, going yeah. on, yeah. And like I know a lot of people say like they can't work with their significant others at all on anything, like. But I feel like for some reason, like we can kind of, we work pretty well together in that way. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I feel like I can come across as a little like <laughs> argumentative, but I don't mean <laughs> I don't mean, to, like I'm just like well like I need to like like figure out all of the like what ifs first yeah uh, yeah i think because yeah, you're yeah. making a, you're making a list out loud you yeah know? so you're kind of like going back and forth between like you know yeah and oh, like this these, or that. yeah <laughs> it's kind of like figuring things out out loud almost like i'm yeah, just like kind of yeah. brainstorming but i'm just like well like what if what what if this happens like what are we going to do if this happens <laughs> I went yeah. to my first like um, Comic Con in I think it was maybe like 2010 in San Diego. Oh, oh um, nice! It was like on accident. It was completely <laughs> I wow. stumbled into it. I saw Danny Treyu and like made a beeline to like oh what is happening over here, and I loved it. Like I grew up, you know, watching anime and stuff, and of course we're millennials, so we're in the middle of like the japanimation kind of thing that took over cartoons yeah. and stuff but i never played video games but i loved just like the dressing up aspect of it and i always like i used to watch like attack of the show and i remember them talking about like the video games and i never played but i always found it fascinating and loved the storyline yeah. like and if there was like a little movie i'd watch it <laughs> and, yeah. um so just became really interested and then i think as just like the blurred the black nerd movement and finding other mm -hmm. people that kind of like similar things but I can't sew I can't like I that is something that I struggle with and I think like this two years ago I made an Akasha costume um for oh. Halloween 
And that kind of was one of the first ones I really wanted to start like doing, putting together by myself. Cause I want to create my own, like I want to, in theory, I'm in my head. I'm like, I'm gonna learn how to do all this stuff. I'm like, I can barely sew a button, but we're gonna, (laughs) (laughs) like my mom wasn't the make our clothes. She was in the army. So, um, Mm. everything, like we did a lot of cleaner stuff cause she wore a uniform. So, you know, when stuff was, you needed sewing or, you know, tailored, you took it to somebody. So there, so I didn't really have that kind of like background to, to do that. But yeah, so that's one of the things I was so drawn to your page because I was like, oh my gosh, she makes all this stuff. It's Ah. so pretty. And she's like, like a normal trendy girl, but also very (laughs) into like this nerd culture. Cause it's, it's like, um the quote from grandma's boy you're swimming in a sea of virgins you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh yeah you know and being a girl in that space is always like you know interesting to kind of navigate but there's so many cool facets and ways to express yourself and and I'm glad the gatekeeping seems to like have not been not it's not as intense as it was yeah yeah I think um I don't know I I I haven't I I would say like I was thinking like oh I haven't really experienced as much negativity but I also uh the whole other like Instagram algorithm thing I haven't been getting as much reach so like there's not as many people (laughs) to like look at my crap but uh but yeah I think I think uh back when I started it was a lot it was a bit different. It was a lot more sort of hostile in some ways. Yeah. Um, like the the game company, my favorite game is a game called Skyrim. It's an Elder Scrolls series game, <laughs> uh, if anyone listening is familiar. And the the game developer, Bethesda, shared my the second costume that I made. They shared it to their Facebook page. Yeah. And I got a ton because I had just made, let me see. Okay. So I started cosplaying in May and I think I made a, a Facebook page because that's what you, what you did at the time. Yeah. In maybe June or so, like late June or so. And uh, October-ish, September, October was when I made my second costume from that game. And the they shared it to their Facebook page and I got a ton of followers from that. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Like I'm getting a larger page and stuff. But I also got a ton of nasty gamer men insulting me, (laughs) telling me everything that was wrong with me and my costume and my face and my body and all this stuff. And I was just like, I wasn't, I've always been sort of a, I always joke, semi joke, that I am in the wrong industry because I have, I have always had, not as much nowadays, but I have growing up, I always had very thin skin was very mm-hmm. sensitive uh to everything pretty much and like the first time i ever had a rude customer at starbucks when i worked there i went in the back room and cried for a long time afterwards <laughs> <laughs> i was just very sad i was like i don't know why why would they be mean to me kind of thing and so like the first how did you how did you know, deal with it like how do you i think i probably cried as well uh a bit um and then I've cried over comments and messages too. Like, and I feel like sometimes people aren't honest about that. No, they're like, oh, I don't care. I don't care. Or (laughs) don't read the comments. Well, first don't ever read the comments. Like really, but I, but you can't, sometimes you can't help yourself. And I've cried. I've seen 
just people are really mean it's like people say like oh people don't notice this people don't notice that but people will say the things that you have only ever thought in your deepest darkest mm -hmm. times they will say it to you like they've noticed it yeah. and they rip apart every part of your appearance every part of everything and i don't i just don't believe anyone who says like oh that doesn't affect me at all like yeah. and especially if you have an account where interacting with people builds your page builds makes your people page want yeah. to follow you like people like they want like i don't want to say oh they want a parasocial relationship but they kind of they kind of do but they do though big, like you it's have a big to... part of it yeah, you you know, if somebody says you look nice, you know, you want to give them a heart or say thank you or yeah or something, and and that you know helps the algorithm and everything. But yeah, like but you then you should interact. You see the other negative me, and you're right because it'll be like, you know, oh, the back of your elbow is crusty, and you're like, that's like my yeah. worst fear. Like, how did you even see my elbow? Dude. Not even in the picture. Somebody told me one time that my armpit looked like a vagina. <laughs> Oh my god, shut like, I know, I'm just like scarred for the rest of my life. Like, pardon me for having skin that 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 creases when I bend my arm, like skin is supposed to do, but I also like couldn't stop thinking about it. <laughs> uh it, but I so over the years I've developed a policy where if I cannot uh, moderate those comments, I refuse to look at them. Like if I go, if someone says, oh my gosh, your picture's on Reddit, I will, I refuse. I won't look at it. Yeah. And I've yeah. tried telling, because sometimes people will, I don't know if they think they're being caring or think that they're like. Oh no, guys, like, it's not. Hey. Caring. Don't tell me. Don't I ever, know. I'm just like, you know, don't tell me what people no. are saying. Like, no, oh my gosh, people are ripping don't. you apart on Reddit. I'm just like, don't. Have you, don't and they'll, they'll, they'll say like, oh, have you seen it? You're on Reddit or you're on whatever. And you don't know. Cause you're like, oh, I didn't even see that. And then yeah. you're like, oh yeah, that well, don't read the comments because they're really bad. I know. What? <laughs> what do you think I'm about to go do right now? What do you think uh, I'm about to go do? <laughs> or else they'll say like a specific thing to you, like, hey, oh my gosh, people on Reddit are saying that you blah 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 blah. You have like whatever. And I'm just like, don't tell me that. Like that doesn't help me. That doesn't make me like yeah. you more or something. Right. Unless you're what. over there defending me. <laughs> Leave yeah. me alone. Like, what are you, why are you coming to tell me this? Like, yeah. And I've said know. that to people and they were like, well, I thought you would want to, you know, and I'm like, I understand, but yeah. Why? Like, why I do can't I do anything go... about it. Right. Like if we, like on our own pages, we can block people that do that. And that's, that brings me satisfaction in a way. Yeah. But like, if someone's on some forum, like going on a rant yeah. about, blah 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 then i'm just like what's the point of me knowing about well, and it? i don't think people realize too that like a lot of things they don't need your permission to use your photos so no, like people don't. will think you're putting yourself out there to, or doing whatever and like well why do they have your phone they just took it and they're saying whatever they want about it and i didn't even know that it was there for me like being involved in politics and community activism and different stuff yeah. like the newspaper could print a story about me today and mm -hmm. I would have no idea until somebody hit me up and said hey you're in a paper and I'm like oh really like yeah. what is you know but and, yeah. and that was a awakening for me I didn't know but I'm like yeah so there's stuff being said about you and taken out of context that you don't even right you like, have no anyone, control over it they can anyone can use like your photo like if you like yeah. went and talked somewhere and someone took a photo like 
the news like if the newspaper took a photo or something then like once it's online then people can do whatever yeah, so, yeah. like I, I think people don't understand and i think they like they get alarmed or they're like oh my gosh does she know that her picture is being used for blah, yeah blah, blah. <laughs> i'm just like dude don't even don't even tell me <laughs> yeah like i used to so when i first started doing like modely type stuff i had patreon and there was a they didn't have uh like a pay up front thing it was it's mm. so it was so yeah. stupid like you would people would sign up and they wouldn't get charged until the end of the month so they would get all your content for the month and then and they then would cancel. cancel yeah yeah and like people would leak photos everywhere like they would be like this is april's so and so patreon set or and stuff and for a while i was like really upset about it and sending dmcas to all these stupid websites and stuff <laughs> it was so it was so irritating and but after a while i'm just like you know it's advertising like those yeah. people that are looking at those on those websites aren't gonna buy anyway so right. there's no use in like spending my energy getting upset about people posting photos from 2017 on the internet it's it's whatever i don't know so yeah it's basically i i feel like those of us who've been online for a while we've learned a lot of lessons yeah. over the years yeah <laughs> i mean yeah because we've been online our whole entire life like i've had a yeah i was on aol yeah you know instant messenger since I was a kid, you know, 10, yeah. 9, 10 years old, like, and we like had a computer 13. in the house. Yeah. So, do yeah. you, do you remember what your first AIM or AOL username was? <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was bleed dark. <laughs> oh, edgy. Yeah. yeah. Well, my, mine was not as cool. My first one was <laughs> called Lion King Girl 02. So there's that. <laughs> I remember my first email I had, it was like ambi at teenagedirtbag.com. Oh my so god. So that was it. Yeah. I like, oh. I'm like, I wish I still had that. That's so great. My mom hated it. Hated yeah. it. It's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. We had like a half hour internet limit. And I would get so upset because I'd be like waiting for someone to come on and they'd come on like right before my time. Right before I had to get out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Having to like call somebody to get on the computer, then unplugging the phone to like oh dial gosh. up the computer to get on. Yeah, or like my mom would be like, I need to use the phone. The and phone. Like, no, <laughs> no, I'm in a little something. Yeah. Oh, did you ever have a live journal? No, or... I never did. Oh, wow. I never I mean, did. Like, that's probably great. That's probably good. But... Oh, no, because see, a, a lot of my friends were oversharers. And yeah. so they did like the live journal, the Zangas, yeah, um, and stuff. And I would just be like, "See, I y'all, that's too much. <laughs> that's too much." Yeah, that was. I did and I a was homeschooled. I didn't feel like my life was that interesting. Like, yeah. ooh, <laughs> talk about. <laughs> I know. I didn't. I didn't have one until I went to public school. Like, <laughs> and with homeschool days, the the the. Uh, the most exciting things that happened were youth group nights so yeah yeah like oh i remember so just so. like planning my outfit all day yes oh my god like, <laughs> planning my hair and makeup yeah. and everything because like this might be the only thing i'm doing for the like the week like yeah to be around my peers and it sounds so stupid <laughs> i know it's it's true though like okay 
I don't know if this might make you feel better, but so there was a girl in my youth group who was, she was like a new girl and she was like, she was instantly popular with all the guys, even including the one that I had a crush on. And she was like really short, tiny, and she had like really thick wavy hair and she wore like American Eagle and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> So I was like, okay, I want my hair to be like thick and wavy. So I, what I would do on Wednesdays before youth group, like the, in the morning, I would put my hair in like two buns, like twisty buns up here, two twisty buns down here, wear those all day and then take them out right before youth group and put them in like one of those half bun ponytails where like some of the pieces hang out, yeah, but it looks yeah. like a big thick thing. And that's what I would wear like every single youth group because that's what so-and-so wore. And I thought that if I did that, then all the boys would like me too, but it did not work. I tried really yeah. hard. <laughs> oh, like I would get so excited to just go and, you know, yeah. make your own little runway. Right. It's like, okay, this is what I'm going to wear this week. And, yeah. and then I would take note if somebody said hi to me when I was wearing this outfit. And so I would be like, I need to wear this outfit again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my yes. gosh. It was the best times. I know. It's like the best, but also the worst in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Depending, depending what happened. Cause I don't know. I, I'm still like sort of a naturally shy person. I've overcame, I've, I have overcome a lot of the, the natural tendencies that I have over the years. But when I was, in middle school i was like very shy but i was also very quiet and people love to draw attention to that fact it was really fun yeah but yeah it just made me want to talk you know <laughs> <laughs> why are you so quiet uh so yeah um but i would so i would try to sort of overcompensate and be like well if i wear this this thing then maybe people will want to talk to me <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah, it turns out you got to talk to other people if you want them to talk to you first. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> but yeah, so. So as you were cosplaying um, and you're doing Patreon, is that why you journeyed into the OnlyFans? Because Patreon was so goofy with their payments and stuff? Uh, so Patreon eventually made it pay up front. So you pay once you sign up. Uh, so that was fine. However, it got to a, so the structure of patreon is like it's a monthly thing where you you kind of have certain content you post per month and mm. you're like okay pay this much and you get this and a lot of people would also offer like physical rewards like uh like prints and stuff like photo prints because in the cosplay community photo prints were a really big thing at the time like you yeah. would do your photos and then people would buy like your photo prints that you signed and and all that and so it kind of bled over into the patreon thing and so i would for a while i was offering like physical prints one per month uh so when only fans came up i was kind of resistant at first because i'm just like oh that's for like porn and i don't do that like yeah. i just basically like just what you see on like the airy website or like the victoria's yeah. secret website that's like yeah. what i'm comfortable with and so i'm just like eh, that just seems a little skeezy like i don't know but eventually i'm just like oh well maybe i can just do like the same stuff that i do on patreon ish but then just do it on this platform instead yeah. because then 
it's kind of like you don't it's not as rigid monthly wise i don't know if patreon's updated their stuff since then like i still have one but i only it's like one tier and i just post like cosplay updates on there like not it's yeah. not much and so it seemed like OnlyFans was a little bit easier in that way like i didn't have to like plan it each month like i can just kind of post whatever and they yeah. also have something called pay-per-view so you can post stuff on the feed but like the real income comes from pay-per-view which is like uh exclusive sets you don't post like photo sets you don't post on your main feed you send them out via yeah. dm and whoever wants one will just like pay for it there and so you have like the basic subscription fee which is basically like if you're going to a bar it's your cover charge and then if you want to buy drinks which is the pay-per-view yeah. sets, then you okay. just pay for that and I found that I made a lot more on OnlyFans than Patreon. So I eventually just like switched everything over from Patreon yeah. to OnlyFans. Yeah. So basically it's just, it makes more money, long story short. And that's like what I do it for. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, like it's, you know, you hear all these dude bros, you know, with their little think pieces and stuff. And Dude. I think it just really comes, <laughs> comes down to stuff being accessible to women. Yeah. you know stuff being able to make you money and for you to be able to live and also like for us have some type of quality of life yeah. as well you know not everybody wants to be in an office or has the ability to do that or anything and and whatever works and it's not about all this other stuff a lot of times it's about hey this is how i can create an income this is how i can do my art like and this yeah. is how i can have yeah. creative control over it you know, that's basically well. what it is. It's like I use that income to support my costumes, like a lot of my materials. Like if I do leather, that's expensive. And like a lot of materials can be expensive as well. So it's like I just this is the way that I fund what I want to do pretty much. Yeah. It's do you like, feel like COVID had a hand in kind of like killing a lot of things off in the cosplay as far I think, as um, I think with so. making money? Yeah, in a way. Um, I think it was a mix between that and also sort of the natural progression, because when I first started, there were people that were doing it way before me. Um, but when I first started, if you were a cosplayer, you could make money from selling your prints online, uh, from convention appearances by having a table at a convention, they would yeah. bring you out, fly you out, pay you to sit at a table and sell your prints there and greet people and do uh, like speaking panels and stuff um so i i did that a bit for a while and and then i realized that a lot of convention do not want to pay for anything yeah <laughs> except, except they're like oh we'll give you a free booth i'm like yeah. oh great i still have to like get there and stuff yeah and i still have to like stay somewhere um but i know a lot of people did did that but then they made they made back their money with print sales at the convention so i guess it all depended like yeah. there wasn't any set uh rate or anything yeah. like and i know that there rate. was some backlash with people not being paid i had seen i can't remember what i was watching but it was talking about cosplay artists and also vendors or a lot of the ladies who who work mm -hmm. these conventions um not really getting paid for things or getting exposure or you know yes. whatever word they want to try to use 
and you know were upset because it's like your your convention is making millions and millions of dollars but mm. it's not trickling down to the people and people could like or were staying you know six people to a room to to do all this i was like oh that's too much yeah it's a lot and a lot of people will accept that too that's the that's the other problem. yeah like yeah. uh this is i'm not gonna say names but you know some tea <laughs> Uh, I was I was working at a uh, a convention, and then the the head of another convention was asking me about. He had he was walking around and was chatting and stuff about his convention, and um, he was asking if I wanted to do guest work at his convention. I said, okay, well, what's uh, you know, we would need, probably need to discuss budget and all this other stuff. And he was like, oh, well, I don't pay unless you're a superstar like so and so, like. Yeah. He <laughs> A, a really big name cosplayer uh that is has hu a huge audience but i'm just like oh okay and he was like yeah i have like my email is just full of local cosplayers that are just begging for guest spots for right free. And i'm just like well i don't know if it'll work out then <laughs> <laughs> and like i had done that convention before like when i because i think i also like I've had people also whispering in my ear like, oh, this you'll make back all this money. You'll make you'll have huge print sales. You have to da, 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 da. So I've 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 fallen for that before and and done conventions for no pay, uh, except for what I make at my booth. And I don't yeah. sell I don't sell my like lingerie modeling photos at my booth because it feels very weird to me to have people yeah. looking at those <laughs> pictures in front of my face. <laughs> It's so it's like embarrassing in a way like i'm just like yeah. oh no just like just give me money and and don't talk to me about it please <laughs> don't look at it because <laughs> i don't know i it's it's an also an odd job for me especially because of some of the purity culture stuff because i used to when i did go to public school i used to get changed in the bathroom stall i didn't want anyone to see me without clothes on like i just i've never been a very open person in that way i've always yeah. just been like private like i don't want like all i don't know it's like that but then i would also like you know wear shirts with cleavage and stuff i just don't want people to acknowledge yeah. it yeah <laughs> I no i mean it. it definitely still is like this hard this hard balance because it's so ingrained in you and it pops yeah. up sometimes when you like aren't even thinking about it you know something right. i remember being at dorney park and only two of me and my friend were the only ones that walked around in just our bikinis. Um, yeah. A lot of the girls had on cover-ups or whatever, whatever. But I don't like carrying things in my hands. So I had my phone in like a little plastic thing and just, and at one point I was like, I felt uncomfortable. And then I was like, but why do I feel uncomfortable? I'm out of water. Yeah. Like I'm actively in the water. I'm wearing a bathing suit, you know? And it was just the thought of like, being at summer Christian summer camp and you know you had to wear yeah. a t-shirt if you had a bikini on or or you know or don't cause your brother to stumble right. thoughts running through your head because people are looking at you and it's and it you know and I'm like why do I even still think that right now? <laughs> like, I know it's it's interesting it's also interesting like uh yeah because I it's like the same thing like I I love bathing suits and I love like crop tops and I love a lot of stuff and some days I'm just like yes I'm gonna wear this crop top I don't care what happens I'm not gonna wear a bra underneath it who cares yeah. <laughs> and then other days I'm just like I just want to wear a giant t-shirt and I don't want anyone <laughs> to perceive me <laughs> but I mean I think 
I think that's normal, but it's interesting how things pop up like that, where it's just like yeah. this this thing that is has been in your brain since you were a teenager. And like sometimes it's like, well, this is my comfort zone. I don't want like I this is fine. Yeah. I, yeah. I want to be in my comfort zone. But then other days you're just like, well, I don't I wanna I wanna go out a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. But then if you go out too far and you see someone eyeballing, you're just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Like, how no, do you how no. did your like your friends your friends take it when you first started cosplaying and then leading into patreon and only fans so i think uh well the cosplay is always easier for people to stomach i think uh than like the only fan stuff just because there's a lot of stigma around it and uh like there is a lot of stuff on there's there's everything on only fans i don't know i assume yeah. i don't i don't subscribe to anyone only fans i always joke i'm just like i'm like the drug dealer that doesn't partake i just sell <laughs> <laughs> i just sell it you know uh and but i do have like friends that do the do only fans and sometimes they see like their advertisements and all this stuff but uh so i think i think if like depending on what people see of the site or of people that are on the site it, it yeah ages reactions and stuff like uh my friends like that weren't in the cosplay community they are just kind of like they were fine with it just because they they know me and they know and i kind of was just like yeah this is this is kind of what i do it's just like this and that and stuff and it's kind of a way to for me to to make money without having to having to have a real job as yeah. some people <laughs> like to say uh <laughs> so they they're they're cool with it and like a lot of the cosplay people it's it like a lot the cosplay people that are my friends are are fine with it like they're just like yeah whatever who cares like yeah it's a, it's a lot the cosplay community is a very like liberal crowd mostly and so they're usually pretty supportive of of any of that kind of stuff mm -hmm. uh so which is nice and um but like some some other people like you know like in-laws or like parents or like other people you're just like i i kind of just don't really like i think they know but i just don't really talk about it yeah yeah because uh yeah i don't know it can get it can get a little odd or if if somebody that is sort of my in-laws age or my parents age inquires i'm usually mm -hmm. i just don't even mention that i yeah. just say oh i'm a seamstress <laughs> <laughs> you know uh i'm a seamstress and an online i and i post my work online yeah, it's basically I a seamstress and creative person and kind of online public person. Yeah, <laughs> I, I usually I think of something on the spot usually because it's just I just don't like getting into that conversation. It's awkward. Well, and, and you you know, sometimes it's like because I have people who will ask me, why don't I engage with certain things, whether it's yeah. sexism or racism, homophobia. And I'm like, sometimes yeah. it's just not worth it. I know where the conversation is going to go. Yeah. And I know they're not going to be open and receptive to it. So like, why even try? Like, why, why put myself through stress when I could just say, yeah, you know, I'm just working right now as a seamstress and, you know, blah, blah, yeah. keep it moving. Like, it's like, you know, I don't think like, everything needs to be, you're not going to save them. Like, <laughs> no, you're not going to. And it's, it's also like, I think another misconception about that maybe is like, it's not like I'm, I'm not ashamed of my job or anything like right, that. Right. It's just like, I, the conversations just annoy me and I don't want to yeah. have them. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like you said, like, you know where they're going to go. You're going to have to answer some really weird questions and yeah. it might get odd after that. And then they might the, have um, this tainted view of you afterwards. Right. Right. <laughs> the Washington Post had outed me and I had, oh, there no. was family members and stuff that I just hadn't really talked to or told. And yeah. it wasn't because, you know, and then people thought I was ashamed. And I was like, no, I just don't want to have these conversations with these people who were like, yeah, you have put me down and criticized me and I'm not going to change their mind. And so like, I'm living my life happily open right. and honest with the people I feel like I need to be. And they're like, they're not in my life enough to like, you know what I mean? If I feel like I need to have that conversation, I can, but I don't think it always has to do with shame. It, it's like self-preservation, you know, you're protecting yeah. your peace. I agree. It's like, like they just don't need, some people just don't need to know certain things about your life or your, right. like your private life or like preferences or anything like that. Like it's like, what if I just don't want to label myself like yeah. publicly, you know, like I don't have to, like, you don't have to label yourself publicly if you don't want to. Right. And I don't know. It's, it's like a similar, I think it's like a similar thing. It's like, I don't, I just don't want to talk about it sometimes, you know? <laughs> do you consider yourself like a like a small business owner or entrepreneur like is that I I do I actually do have uh, an LLC so uh in 2017 I think Casey and I registered for an LLC uh just to make it you know because taxes and everything like that I wanted to do everything right and like I'm making you know a decent amount of money and I'm just like I just I need to have a way to like keep us all in line because yeah obviously have to pay taxes and everything and so we did uh we have like an official registered llc and uh i have like business business credit card business bank account everything like that yeah and uh it just i just figured it makes it easier for for me to keep track of everything and and all that i know i've known people in the past who have been like dude you make you make good money. You should you should register as an LLC and you should do this, yeah. this, and this. And they just don't do it. Yeah. And they're just like, I'll just figure it out when tax season comes. And I'm like, well, have fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so, not yeah, for so us you... list girls, okay? Not I, know, right? so I am not the I'm not the one to sit around and figure it out at the at that time. Stress me. No, out. it's too much at stake. I don't want to. You know, if I become audited, I don't want anything crazy to happen. I want to make sure yeah. I pay the amount, even if it sucks at the time. Right. But uh, so yeah, technically I'm a CEO. So. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. CEO well, and- I wanted to um start wrapping it up here, but one of the questions, one of the final questions, I really did want to ask you was yeah. about relationships. So. Oh yeah. You, how do you maintain your marriage and relationship with? I don't even think with just the OnlyFans, but just being in the public eye. Um, I found for me, it's really, really hard to find a guy who is not jealous and supportive um, and not insecure. I'm not saying doesn't have bouts of insecurity, doesn't have moments, oh, yeah. but really will like stand by you. Because even your cosplay stuff, like you're you're beautiful and, and you know, you're popular oh, online and stuff. So... <laughs> I, there's a lot of guys who couldn't handle that, regardless of whether, you know, you have a little, showing a little booty or not, they just, you know, so how do you maintain that? So I think I, I think somehow I got lucky because Casey is one of, he's one of the people that encourages me. Like 
he wouldn't care if I went farther than I did kind of thing. He, he has said in the past that he kind of thinks it's cool that, you know, <laughs> his wife is like, it not in, I don't want to say in demand or whatever, but like, yeah, yeah. It's like a kind of like, he's not, uh, he's not like jealous at this point or anything like that. Like I know, I think it also comes down to me as a person as well, because I have never been the type to play up being flirtatious. Like I have, I have never been a flirtatious person. I'm just like a, you know, I just say it, you know, whatever, <laughs> like I'll joke around people and stuff. But like, even when I was, I don't know, I just, I've never just been like that kind of, that kind of person. There are some uh, people in the public eye, some OnlyFans gals who like, they will pretend that they're single because it makes them more money. Yeah. And there are ones that will sort of kind of flirt with their audience in order to get them to pay them more and stuff and like yeah. whatever to each their own. I don't care. Uh, but that's just not my thing. I'm not comfortable with that. I just want, <laughs> this sounds so terrible, but I just want people to look at my stuff, give me money, tell me they like it. Like, that's great. Yeah. And then that's it. <laughs> like, that's all I need from people. It's fine. Whatever. I don't need, I just don't, I'm not comfortable <laughs> with, you know, any of the other stuff. I'm also a very suspicious person. I don't know if that's my East Coast <laughs> nature or something. But... Oh, definitely. <laughs> 100 percent i'm a very suspicious person and like i don't know if anyone like like my first instinct if someone like like a dude messes me i'm just like what are you doing like, who, <laughs> like what is this you know so i think uh i think that has helped a lot in the way like of, of him trusting me to to not you know because I think I can't really say it without it sounding like, I don't know if I'm like stuck up or something, but just like, if, if a thousand dudes just tell you the same thing, it's just like, it just goes over your head. Yeah. It's like, oh, thanks. Yeah. Let's, you know, dudes just flattering you. Like, and yeah. I can tell when people are just flattering, it's like, whatever, that's, it's fine. But I think he, he knows how I think about uh, my business and stuff. It's yeah. like, that's my yeah. business. It's not me trying to socialize. Right. Right. Um, and I'm not I'm not meeting up with people, even though I've had people try yeah. to to get me to to meet up with them and pay me to meet up with them. <laughs> <laughs> some yeah. It's uh there's been some sometime I need to read some of my DMs because Oh, oh my, my gosh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he trusts me in that way. He's he's not been really the job i'm i'm more of a jealous person than he is honestly yeah like i i think people people kind of be like oh you can't be insecure and be in a relationship i think i think everyone's you know at their own pace and sometimes people yeah. are more insecure than others so i think uh he has an easier time and plus he takes most of my photos he takes all of right, my yeah, only fans yeah. photos yeah so uh except for the so he'll take like the pro sets and then I'll take some on my phone, like on the tripod or something, just so yeah. some, something to put out. Cause we can't always do like a whole thing. And, and like for a while he was, he was like, uh, cause there's been like, I've been like kind of ups and downs like, Oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this kind of picture. I don't want to do that kind of picture. And he would do you guys have like, like a little studio in your house where you shoot. We don't, we usually do photos outside. 
actually or or we'll go if we go on a trip we'll do like an airbnb and we'll kind of like have that in mind when we book it to when you plan to yeah yeah because then i could also uh book it with my business card and i can write it off (laughs) (laughs) so we don't know where you guys live is so beautiful though i'm always like i want to come i need to come visit and be out in the country more than i am up here It's really, it's really cool. We really like it. I'm just like, you know, away from people and stuff. And so, yeah, we usually do do photos like outside and stuff. And it's fun. Like, it's kind of like, it makes it more fun, like doing stuff together than just me. Like, you know, oh, I just did this myself. Like he can kind of like, he has like good, like posing ideas. Right. And you have somebody else's eye you can bounce stuff off. Yeah. And And like, you know, he's not going to complain about shooting photos of me and lingerie so <laughs> so what would you tell the girlies who want to get into the business what like either become like an influencer or have their own of account or kind of like i guess be more popular online like what advice would you give them hmm it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of difficult because i feel like well okay so these days i think in order to grow an audience you need to do tiktok or reels or video of any kind (laughs) which has never been my forte like never ever um so yes do lots of videos and stuff um i will say it's a bit easier to do to like have like an OnlyFans kind of thing if you've got built-in audience Mm -hmm. um if i didn't have a built-in audience i don't think i would have even considered doing it it's just kind of like I have these people here. If I advertise to this amount of people, then, you know, some of them will probably come over. Right. But it's, it's a bit harder to start just from the ground up. I don't really know how people get dis- discovered like on the site or anything. Like, I don't really use yeah. the website. I think but- one of my friends does one and she said that she blew up by posting on Twitter. Oh, t- um, oh. And um, she had, so I think she was doing it for a little while and then she posted on there and then that like a tweet took off and then that was able to kind of like boost up her account and things like that so that's good that's good to know i do have because i know people who do it for so many different things like you have one and i know other people who do a bunch of like i know people who sell their feet pictures or who just sleep i'm like i'm trying to do the one where i sleep how can i (laughs) you know you know what i want to do i want to do the one where you just dudes pay you to insult them like, yes. like wow you suck you're such a worm here's a hundred dollars so yeah i would probably i would love that there if i yeah because it's like i feel bad saying if like if i didn't have to do like like i kind of you know i kind of like throwing the sets together and like doing like choosing this choosing the lingerie and like choosing the setting and stuff like i i like it if i can make it feel like like a pretty thought thought out set yeah. and stuff um, those are like the most fun but i feel like if you could do make money with like less effort that would be really fun yeah. <laughs> that's like the the best thing to be like oh yeah but uh, yeah no yeah. it's definitely it's um always posting content or always i mean yeah. now it's in my head so it's easier so i'm always planning it anyway so like you yeah. know, if i'm going somewhere i'm like okay i'm gonna do a video so let me take clips going and coming and different stuff like that but 
I make yeah. my money on reels a lot of mm. um I used to. (laughs) They they exited. They stopped like that program thing that I was in. So I don't really I don't make money on reels anymore. But you know, I do on Facebook now. The one on Instagram is like back and forth. It's kind of iffy. But I do on Facebook. I actually the most horrible thing happened. Like I got hacked, and so all of my accounts were monetized, and then I had to start all the way over. And oh, it was man. like, I was so devastated because I had my Facebook since like 2004. Like yeah. I had it forever. Um, so I had to kind of start back over. So now I'm building it back up and I just kind of started getting my first checks from me- Meta again. Mm. But I'm like, man, that cut a big chunk of income out when all of a sudden all of my pages were just gone, you know? <laughs> yeah, man, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. I, maybe I need to check into the Facebook program a little bit more because I was doing like the the reels play for a while Mm -hmm. and that was that was pretty nice but that was really nice too yeah (laughs) after that and I'm just like no (laughs) that was pretty nice I'm trying on TikTok and I know I need to like build my TikTok up and I because you need a thousand to be able to go live on there and that that's not my strong suit yet on the on the TikTok so (laughs) oh yeah I feel that I it's hard it's hard I think you know we're millennials, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know I need to. It's like a lot, I have like this list of things where like I know I need to do this. I know I need to try. Oh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. You have to. It's like I guess a tip could be that I need to follow myself. It's just to try and always adapt to what's coming right in the future and what's what's popular now, and like just try and adapt your content to that. To draw as most as many people in as you can because it's like the more yeah. eyes are on your stuff the more you post the more eyes are on your stuff then the more likely people are to come yeah to you. and the algorithm <laughs> will like you more the more you're yes. posting and yes gotta please the algorithm yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right well let people know where they can find you online yes okay so i have facebook instagram twitter uh, Facebook is, if you just search April Gloria, you'll find me. Um, I think I had to put April Gloria cosplay on there because somebody already took April Gloria. <laughs> and same on Instagram, someone took my name. So I have I have underscore April Gloria on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, if you go to my Instagram bio, like all the other links are there, like the OnlyFans link, the like everything else links are, are, are in the bio. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you so much for um, joining me today. I really appreciate it. I feel like we had such a great conversation and like I could definitely keep going. I know. I'm just like, man, it's it's over already. (laughs) But thank you so much. And I do hope to have you back on again. And um, thank you guys for joining us on this episode of Politics But Make It Fashion. Come interview with us. You can find us on Instagram at Politics But Make It Fashion 1, on TikTok at Politics But Make It Fashion. And we have a new Facebook page because of the hack. So it is (laughs) Politics But Make It Fashion on, um, on Facebook. So I hope you guys find us and we will chat soon. Bye. Bye.